this is episode 9 of Karthik Reads. I'm Karthik and we are reading Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. We are in the third part of the book which is about the body, how to get ready for still how to achieve stillness in terms of your body and uh, we're going to start with a chapter titled Be a Human Being. He opens up with a quotation quote from Alexander Solzhenitsyn which goes as Work is what horses die of. Everybody should know that. In this chapter, Ryan talks about a couple of examples and wants to iterate on the fact that the purpose of our human life is not to work. Work is important, but that's not the only sole purpose of our life. Do not build and you build your life around your work. Your work is not you. We have to understand that specifically. right now work is taking up 90% of our normal a normal human being's time we cannot let that happen we have to make sure that we control our lives not our work and throughout the chapter he talks about uh, that and gives various examples and um, he says in japan they have actually have a word karoshi which translates to death from overwork is that what you want to be a workhorse that draws its load until it collapses and dies still shod and in the harness is that what you put is that what you were put on this planet for always remember the main cause of injury for elite athletes is not tripping and falling it's not collisions it's overuse and that goes same for the human body life is much more of a marathon than it is a sprint in a way this is the distinction between confidence and ego can you trust yourselves and your abilities enough to keep something in reserve can you protect the stillness and the inner peace necessary to win the longer race of life it was a malicious lie that the nazis hung over the gate of auschwitz work will set you free no 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 the russian proverb had it better work just makes you bent over man is not a beast of burden yes we have important duties to our country to our co-workers to provide for our families Many of us have talents and gifts that are so extraordinary that we owe to ourselves and to the world to express and fulfill them. But we are not going to be able to do that if we are not taking care of ourselves or if we have stretched ourselves to the breaking point. And uh, so, to be honest, like in this whole chapter, what Ryan is trying to say is that moderation is the key. It's human being, not human doing, for a reason. moderation being present knowing your limits that is the key the body that each of us has was a gift don't work it to death don't burn it out protect the gift now the next chapter is titled go to sleep and he opens up with a quote by homer the odyssey there is a time for many words and there is a time for sleep and this is throughout this whole chapter ryan wants to indicate the importance of sleep in human life no matter how ambitious no matter how much work you have sleep is so important you can't even understand that he gives an example of um, ceo of uh, american apparel that how he actually led the company to the downfall by working himself so much that he wasn't sleeping it's just that the amount of sleep it's scientifically proven the amount of sleep you get is ha- directly proportional to the l- quality of work you're doing and throughout this chapter ryan provides various examples where sleep was a really important part in um, 
the quality of decisions which people were making. And he says that if we treat sleep as a luxury, it's the first to go when we get busy. If sleep is what happens only when everything is done, work and others will constantly be impinging on your impersonal space. You will feel frazzled and put upon like a machine that people don't care of and assume will always function. And the philosopher and writer Arthur Schoenfer used to say that sleep is the source of all health and energy. He said it better still on separate occasion. Sleep is the interest we have to pay on the capital, which is called inat debt. The higher the interest rate the, and the more regularly it is paid, the further the date of redemption is postponed. That was a really interesting take on sleep. And so if you want peace, there's just one thing to do. If you want to be your best, there's just one thing to do. Go to sleep. Then let's move on to the next chapter, which is really interestingly titled, Find a Hobby. Who would have thought, like finding stillness, to find stillness in our life, our author would suggest it to find a hobby. And when I read this chapter, I really understood the importance of having a hobby. Again, reiterating to the point that right now our lives is 90% in revolving around our work. And that is not good because we were not put on this world, on this earth, just to work. We have to have other things. And he opens up with a quote from Aristotle, which is, this is the main question, with what activity one's leisure is filled? And here Ryan gives a multiple of examples what leisure actually means and where it actually comes from. And let's read this. Leisure is not the absence of activity. It is the activity. What is absent is any external justification. You can do leisure for pay. You can do it to impress people. You have to do it for you. I mean, that actually hits it out of the park. Right now, the hobbies most of the people have are not hobbies. Those are the things they do to impress other people or to look, quote-unquote, cool. Those are not hobbies. Hobbies are something which you want to do like at the end of the day, which makes you happy. That's hobby. The hobby is something which you do it for only for yourself. No one else. And... You got to find yourself. I mean, like, no one's going to tell you what your hobby is. And you won't know until you actually give everything a shot. That's also actually true, right? I mean, like, you won't actually just, like, someone's going to one day tell you what your hobby is. You got to try something. So you got to go out and try multiple things and find what you like. Like, I personally found my hobby and I found, like, I like talk, like I like podcasting. I like talking into this mic. I like reading about philosophy. And to some people... That might not qualify as a hobby. But to me, that is my hobby. I want to fill my leisure time by reading philosophy. That's what I like. And he, let's read this. If an action tires your body, but puts your heart at ease, Zunzi said, do it. Now that's her hobby. Where a body is tired, but your heart is so happy that you did it. It's in the leisure, Ovid observed, that we reveal what kind of people we are. Leisure is also a reward for the work we do. When we think about the ideal Renaissance man, we see someone who is active and busy. Yes, but also fulfilled and balanced. Getting to know yourself is the luxury of the success you have had. Finding fulfill fulfillment and joy in the pursuit of higher things, you have earned it. It's there for you. Take it. Make the time. Build the discipline. You deserve it. You need it. Your stillness depends on it. 
Now let's move on to the next chapter, which is titled Beware Escapism. It's opened by a quote from John Milton. Me miserable, which way shall I fly? Infinite wrath and infinite despair. Which way I fly is hell. Myself am hell. In this chapter, Ryan wants to say is that be careful of the escapism, which right now everyone's trying to do. Vacations, vacations, vacations. But the thing is, vacation won't help. Vacations won't actually suddenly just like make your, all of your problems go away or moving to a different city just to have fun time. That's not going to help unless you actually face the problem. Like escaping the problem is never the solution to any problem ever. There's nothing wrong with a good vacation, particularly if the aim is solitude and quiet or a round of golf, just as there is nothing wrong with cracking a beer to take the edge off. It's not It's not that those things are wrong, but the purpose, the motivations behind that, that has to be pure. You should not take a vacation to just get away from your problems. That's the worst thing you can do. But if you're taking a vacation just to find solitude, just to spend time with, you, your, with yourself or the people you love, then it makes sense. When you defer and delay, interest is accumulating. The bill still comes due and it will... And it will be even harder to afford than than it will be right now. The one thing you cannot escape in your life is yourself. That's so important that you can take a vacation to Bahamas. I don't care, but you're still going with the same mind. You're still going with the same thoughts. What are you going to do about that? huh? A plane ticket or a pill or some plant medicine is a treadmill, not a shortcut. What you seek will come only if you sit and do the work. If you probe yourself with self-awareness and patience. Tuning out accomplishes nothing. Tune in. If true peace and clarity are what you seek in this life, and by the way, they are what you deserve, know that you will find them nearby and not far away. Stick fast, as Emerson said. Turn into yourself. Stand in place. Stand in front of the mirror. Get to know your front porch. You were given one body when you were born when you were born. Don't try to be someone else somewhere else. Get to know yourself. Build a life that you don't need to escape from. I guess that just completely puts it into like the perfect form that build a life that you don't need to escape from and get to know yourself. You're trying to know everyone around you, but do you know yourself? That's the main question. Now let's move on to the next chapter titled Act Bravely. It opens up with a quote from, a quote from Fred Rogers which goes like, To see people who will notice a need in the world and do something about it, those are my heroes. In this chapter, Ryan wants to say is, if I put it in the simplest terms is, do the good thing. Do the good thing possible. Do not care about what other people's going to think or what other people are doing. If you think it's the best thing, it's the right thing to do, please, please do it. That's the purpose of life. Meaning and purpose of life lies in taking the best actions at every moment. Everything happens in, it's a compound effect. Nothing happens over a second. High-minded thoughts and inner work are one thing, but all that matters is what you do. The health of our spiritual ideas depends on what we do with our bodies in moments of truth. I can 
I'll take it on myself. I can speak of as much philosophy I can want behind this mic. But if I am not performing what I speak of in my real life, in with my own, in my, if it's the philosophy everyone's talking about, if it's not reflected in your own actions, it's worth nothing. It's literally worth nothing. You're not better off anyone. If you are not putting what you're listening, what you're learning into action. And stillness is not an excuse to withdraw from the affairs of the world. Quite the opposite. It's a tool to let you do more good for more people. That's the purpose here. We do not want, like, that's not the goal to actually just, like, get away from everyone, just go to a forest or a Himalayan mountain and just, like, be like, I don't care about anyone else. I'm finding stillness. That's not the purpose. The purpose is to be the best of ourselves, who we are, finding yourselves and be the best version of yourselves. Because the thing is, everyone considers themselves as an uh, individual entity, which is true. But the thing is, every person has a network of people which are dependent directly or indirectly on that person. So if you are the best version of yourself, believe it or not, you are doing way more good than you are even realizing. Now let's see what he has. So let's read this. For Aristotle, virtue wasn't just something contained in the soul. It was how we lived. It was what we did. He called it eudaimonia, human flourishing. A person who makes selfish choices or acts contrary to their conscience will never be at peace. A person who sits back while others suffer or struggle will never feel good or feel that they are enough no matter how much they accomplish or ho- how impressive their reputation may be. It's an old Boy Scout motto, do a good turn daily. Action is what matters. You must do the thing you cannot do. That's the, per- that's the real thing here. It, it will be hard. Nothing is easy. Nothing worth doing is easy. But we have to do it. What worse could happen, right? At least we'll try it. And with this, Ryan closes down the book to the chapter onto the final act. He opens up with a quote from Leonardo da Vinci. A day well spent brings a happy sleep. So a well-employed life brings a happy death. And in this chapter, he just summarizes the importance of stillness and the approaches and uh, how it affects the mind, soul and the body. And the purpose is to have a great life. To finding stillness, the purpose of finding stillness is to have a meaningful and a worthful life. And the question one may ask is, why have a worthful life? That is to die with peace. That's the most important goal here. You can be, if you are like not at peace throughout your whole life, you won't die in peace. And that's not something everyone dreams of, right? And it was Cicero who said that to study philosophy is to actually learn how to die. Death brings an end to everything, to our mind, our souls, and our bodies, in a final permanent stillness. So we end this book there as well. And that's the end of the book, Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. He has a little bit of afterwards after that, in which he talks about how stillness, he was able to um, cultivate stillness in his own life, and he gives an example of his daily life. And um, he has a, uh, he has a, reference to his daily stoic reading list and daily stoic email which to which i am a daily subscriber to i would uh, i would actually recommend everyone to get subscribe to daily stoic email really really good and daily stoic podcast really good 
And uh, that brings to the end of the book, Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. I personally really liked the book and uh, I felt like it was giving uh, the book provided really practical implications of bringing stillness in your life. Is the advice easy to implement in the daily life? No, but that's that's the fun part that nothing worthful is easy. The thing is we have to try, right? And nothing is going to help if you if we if you see that like the reading the book is just that's the only thing no actions is what only matters we have to implement all these learnings into our real life and get better every day and we have to get better not only for ourselves but for the people around us we have a compound effect we whether we believe in it or not we affect a lot of people around us and those people affect more people around us and we create a whole circle around us if we are our best version of ourselves we are bringing a lot of positive and a lot of effect and a lot of like good things into this world please believe in that and that brings us to the end of the book stillness is the key i still haven't decided which book we're going to read next but i'll keep you updated and um, that brings to the end for the book stillness is the key by ryan holiday i'm your host karthik budiraja see you until the next time where we read another book and let's take this adventure together stay safe and stay healthy <music>